Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever it is for you. This is Jay Crypto, and today we're going to be going over some Cardano news. We have some Metaverse news. We also have some Cardano architecture stuff that I felt would be good to cover and discuss. And then some broad CNFT stuff that's super interesting, in my opinion. So without further ado, let's get into it. So Cardano is trending upwards in the short term, at least, up 3% to 51 cents. Pretty cool stuff, you know. I'm typically in this kind of market, a little bit bearish, <laughs> but Cardano is having a massive hard fork this month. And whether it happens this month or the beginning and middle of next, it's slated for the end of this month. Um, and by that for a second there, I thought we were in July <laughs> already. It's the end of June. So, uh, it's slated for the end of July. Okay. But it could, you know, it could push on a little bit longer depending on what happens with the public test net projects are about to get on the public test net. And I think that that's going to expose when they change their architecture, maybe some bugs, maybe some things just to, to get ready for that mainnet hard fork, right? It's also going to allow projects to start developing and discussing best practices when implementing new SIPs. So that's pretty exciting. We could see some bullish moves for Cardano just because of that hard fork. I'm not really counting on it, but it is interesting. So Virtua is creating Cardano Island. Now we've covered Cardano Island and I'll link a video if you're interested in a full review of Cardano Island at the end of this video. And I just wanted to point this out because we're also gonna be talking about a video interview that they just released. Wherever Godzilla surfaces, Kong isn't far behind. Is Kong here to protect or destroy? Join the Cardano Island whitelist. So obviously this is a pretty sick looking 3D asset king kong i wonder how big this is it looks like it's massive so we will see we will see another metaverse news there was this awesome interview where they're discussing the concept of non-player characters now i've talked about npcs for metaverses quite a bit they discuss here and i'll play a clip on how you can basically with certain partnered projects depending on the land that you get because your land is going to grant you slots. Depending on which land you get, the attributes will be you know, uh, different in terms of how many slots you have for non-player characters. They also talk about how they're going to incorporate certain partnered projects. So that way, when you have a bot, you can slap into the metadata a NFT and have some interesting integrations. So I'm not sure if they're referring to making a you know, 2D profile picture into a non-player computer that you can uh, maybe incorporate with some artificial intelligence. They do mention AI when they're talking about this concept, or if you can just simply design in some metadata so that way you're VFLECT, which are the bots, right? On Cardano Island, it's kind of interesting will be able to be, you know, uh, incorporating your NFT somehow. I'm not really sure, but we are going to be following Cardano Island and Cardano is creating a, 
a headquarters in this metaverse. So it's actually a pretty big deal. We definitely want to look at it. So let me play that clip now. Okay, what'd you guys and girls think? I thought it was pretty interesting. We're going to be doing a Twitter space. I have like, I have so many Twitter spaces Monday. We'll be talking about the one that I'm doing with Genius uh, X and Subcritical later on in this show, but there's going to be a virtual Twitter space on Monday that I'll be co-hosting, which will be interesting. If you want to tune into that, just be on the lookout. I'll be posting about it on my Twitter or go to uh, maybe Virtua and get ready for that. I believe it's happening around 1 p.m. Eastern. So I'll double check, but just be on the lookout for that. Uh, Genius X official. In the fifth Genesis examined space, we will, Genius examined space, sorry. <laughs> we will host the team from Reach Metaverse. Now we've covered Reach before, Reach is interesting because you pay a subscription for virtual space. I'm not a massive fan of this model. However, that's because I'm investing in metaverse land that's hosted for me that I don't have to pay a monthly subscription to, that the platform will receive royalties every time that a virtual space gets uh, traded. So that way they'll be able to host the servers for the people that hold their land, right? That's why I'm so bullish on certain concepts like Pavia, Cornucopius, Cardania. However, I do think that there is a need for platforms like uh, Reach. And honestly, the fact that there's even platforms like Reach shows us that there is demand. And I've seen this before on the Oculus. There's a platform like Reach called Engage. They basically have you pay a monthly subscription. You can do whatever you want in your space and they give you tooling and they'll host the server for you, but it can be expensive. So that's why I'm a huge fan of the plot dynamic of owning a plot and being able to implement whatever you want inside that virtual world, but it will be cool. So nonetheless, that's going to be Monday at 3 p.m. UTC. And what's cool about that is we'll be joined by J Crypto. Yo, your boy, right? <laughs> Making the news um, in this space. Looking forward to it. So I'm wicked excited about this and obviously Subcritical, who typically does MetaVenture Sundays with me, which is my Sunday Twitter space, um, but he's not going to be able to anymore because of work. And uh, Genius X, which I'm very bullish on from a launchpad perspective, since they have some really cool partners and they have a legal team, right? I think it's LEXR Law or something of that nature for projects that they onboard onto their launch pad to have access to. So I'm very bullish on Genius X. I love that. They offer consulting services. Lars works for Genius Yield. He's a developer, Haskell Dev. And uh, he is also a former IOHK employee. So I really love Genius and the ecosystem that they're building out. Just wanted to update people. I've signed up, but I wanted to let you know that if you you know, kind of want to... So let's explore Web3 together, follow Lace.io. This is a new light wallet, right? And it's going to be incorporating Mithril. It's going to have a DAP certification, which is kind of the next segment. And there's a lot of interesting stuff that IOHK is doing with Lace, right? Because this is one of their commercial products. IOHK develops commercial products. Lace can be used primarily on Cardano, but eventually be like how MetaMask is, where you have 
the option to switch different blockchains, right? So it's pretty cool. Beautiful UI. There's a few features that we've talked about and I'll link that video as well, my lace video at the end of this. So basically for more updates and to sign up to be the first to use the new Light Wallet platform when it's released. So I've signed up. I just wanted to give people some exposure to that so that way they can sign up too. So IOHK released this video on DAP certification and they explained it. I'll play a quick clip from this video. So you probably just saw that clip. Uh, essentially what they are doing is really, really healthy in my opinion. There's going to be a sort of tiering that happens. Now with a open source blockchain where anybody can develop, what tends to happen is you have a lot of scammers, right? You have a lot of people with malintention. You also have a lot of people with good intention, some serious teams that are well-funded building something that could change the world. So what they've designed is this thing called DAP certification. Now, essentially this will also be on something like the Light Wallet Lace that we just talked about, where you're going to see DAPs that go through this certification process. And it's not only gonna audit the actual tech to make sure that it's secure, but it's also going to give sort of um, a standards to certain DAP categories. And if you meet those standards and if you do the work and go through verification and you KYC, you tell, you know, this uh, IOHK, for example, you know, who is actually on the team so they can be held accountable for anything that does happen. Then when it comes to a DAP store, like on Lace Wallet, when you're searching for DAPs, you're going to have a, a, like a blue check mark effect of being certified and probably be at the top of the list. This is also really good because in the crypto world, I know on Binance Smart Chain, this used to happen a lot. There's this thing called phishing and it takes many forms, but the biggest problem is there's tremendous amounts of SEO optimizations for, let's say that I make a, I don't know, there's a, let's say there's a DAP called, I don't know, um, energy decks, right? And let's say people actually use it and like it. Well, what the fishers can do is they can make uh, a UI that looks exactly identical to energy decks. They can push the SEO, but it's actually a fake website. And then what happens is they can do all these sneaky hacks in the robbery forest that is EBM. As AOS Army of Spies says, never let friends EBM. <laughs> and uh, they can take your keys, right? Now, this is incredibly hard to do on Cardano because our blockchain is inherently more secure, deterministic. You're basically signing outcomes for, you're giving your money, you're kind of signing outcomes for your money to um, do stuff rather than giving your money necessarily legs to go and do anything, right? So it's gonna, it's gonna probably happen less, but still it's going to be very healthy, I think, especially when sidechains start listing their dApps, Cardano sidechains start listing their dApps who are using EBM, right? So there's a few things there to look out for. I think it's really cool. Um, shout out to Eric. I know that they've been pushing some marketing of these concepts. I honestly feel as though some of these concepts we do need to take deeper because most of these videos are pretty short. And that's what we're here on the J Crypto channel to do.
Uh, next piece of news is pretty interesting. So Timmy tweeted this out, Cardano Ecosystem News. I know he's been busy. He has a uh, project that he's working on, an NFT project. And I know that he also runs a stake pool. So probably less YouTube videos from him, but he is a really good um, YouTuber, to be honest with you, like just very good production, right? However, you tweet this out, you know, shout out to the Ape Society. Something truly unique has happened within the Ape Society project in the last 24 hours. I've never seen anything like it. The residents of Dork East, a neighborhood in the Ape Society world, have created their own magazine. Read it here. So there's a magazine created by a community in the Ape Society. I think that's insane, right? It's pretty damn cool if you ask me. So this just goes to show that IP can be bred from these communities. And these communities can now create content, whether it's one person using their ape to label a magazine or whether it's something else. I just think this is amazing and something that I definitely want to track. Uh, Dork, Dork East, if I'm saying that right, the home of all dorks. <laughs> so obviously you can see. And it's got some pretty, I don't know, man. Like, I just think that it's pretty damn good. Like, this is... This could be like uh, like a real estate magazine. So a very high level, you know, got the heat map. It's, uh, this is really good. This is incredible. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to lie. This is so good, man. Wow. The talent in this ecosystem is insane. So huge shout out. I got to tell you, though, I am so impressed. Is there like a little bit of a. They have quotes, they have Ape Society information, public announcements, Ape reviews. I don't know, man, like this is just really, really top notch. So what do they even have here? Is this like, this is so cool, man. The who's who of Northeast. <laughs> wow. This is insane, man. It's like um, a magazine of a neighborhood and the project and current events. Unbelievable. So quickly, just wanting to track the floors of some metaverse and blue chip assets. This makes me want to add the Ape Society to the list, weirdly enough. We got Pavia at a 225 ADA floor. Uh, that bounced down from, I believe, 240 yesterday. I think the news of them applying to the Metaverse Forum and a couple other announcements that they made had bolstered the price a bit. Uh, POVs, right around 139 ADA. Most of these POVs are OG. There's one POV, Astro, that's a newer POV to the collection. But the Genesis POVs, obviously, are the first POVs ever, and they were airdropped to the community. Cornucopius land zones one through three. So I like to take a look at mythic on every single, you know, kind of um, size. And then I just like to look at copious every day. So copious plots are actually going up in ADA price. So they're doing pretty well. I've been so surprised with how well metaverse assets have been doing in this market. I really thought that they wouldn't be doing that well. You know, and so far, as we just track the data, 
right? And not try to predict what is happening. A lot of metaverse assets are holding. I'm going to hold my breath. I do have a couple of plots for cornucopias, but I'm going to wait because I still want to participate in the upcoming city sale and maybe get a custom dome before I reinvest into some land. I do think that the stages of development were very early for cornucopias, so it will take some time. And that gives me some time to hold off and wait and see if this bear market does shake out anybody. And then I'll try to buy more. But if I don't buy more, I'm comfortable with what I have, right? If the prices go up, that's great. I still have lots to do stuff with and I'm happy about that. So that's my strategy. Let me know your strategy below, right? And obviously do what's most comfortable for you. None of what I say is financial advice. Um, Cornucopia's bubble jets at a 210 ADA floor. That's around the same as we've been tracking recently. So they're staying strong. Javelin's still sub 200 ADA. It was nice to see that this went down a little bit as a buyer of Javelin's bubble jets of all these assets. It's still not low enough for me to salivate, but I'm definitely going to be tracking these because all of these assets I do want to accumulate more of, right? It's just about timing for me. And uh, I'm okay to be patient. There's no rush. For OG sprinters, we still have a 1858 of floor. Uh, Cardania Terraform's at 90 ADA. So when I first started tracking assets a few weeks ago, these were all the way down at 70 ADA. So Cardania obviously is doing pretty, pretty well. Um, I know that there's been a few releases of some stuff and Captain has a lot more coming. I did a full interview with the founder of Cardania just about a week ago. So if you want to check that out, feel free to scan my channel and go look. Um, Metapixels, this is one that, again, 100 to 200, 100 to 150 ADA, I'm going to try to buy up a ton of. I really like the founder. I really like the project that's tied to. And to be honest with you, I like the art. So I know that sounds weird. I'm going to hold off till then, though, not financial advice, do what you got to do. And who knows, maybe if I run into some extra ADA, I might cop another because these were at 400 ADA not too long ago. It's linked to a blue chip, the first interactive NFT ever on Cardano, which is dead pixels. So pretty bullish on dead pixels, to be honest, but it's just too high for me to commit to buying at this level. I think anywhere from 1,000 ADA to 1,500 ADA, I'd be stoked about. But, um, you know, that's just an ADA pricing, right? Because you got to look at the USD pricing too. Clay Nation, same thing. It's, it's too high. I do want to get one in the bear market. So I'm actually hoping that all these assets go down so I can accumulate more. But at the same time, I'm not betting. I'm not 100% certain that it will reach a price that I feel comfortable copying another one at because these projects are all really top tier in my opinion. And though not every single one of these will succeed long-term, I think one will. <laughs> so take that for what it's worth. Obviously, Chant Medici and Snoop, the brand awareness, Clay Nation, it's, it's, a, it's a blue chip. It's a blue chip. And as I've been discovering, Clayverse is, is bringing something really cool to the metaverse space. So I'm excited for that. Space Buds. 5,600 ADA. This is one project that I would actually feel comfortable with if I didn't own one buying at these prices. Um, however, to buy a second space bud, because I only have one, I'm going to wait. I'm going to see if the floor will drop, but that's just 
me just tracking the asset. And who knows, I might buy up these assets at the current price again, if I feel like it. So don't take my word, you know, uh, oftentimes we're making decisions on the fly and it depends on the amount of income that comes in. But uh, for now, I'm going to be very patient, if you will. So uh, real quick, just want to mention I'm doing, you know, news items like this, and then I'll post them as little clips. So usually the 30 minute episodes are just a combination of clips. And then these little clips that I post are actually just different segments. So I've been doing that. It's been helping the channel. You know, there was a video that I did this with that I'm going to link at the end, like I said. And I was testing this theory, right? And I did it on Lace and it did pretty well for my channel. You know, if I get like a thousand views on a video, that's usually pretty good. If I get over a thousand views on a video, that's really good. So I think that breaking up these little segments sometimes is what people are looking for. I remember when I was looking for the difference between the UTXO and account-based model, when I searched, I would see videos that were three to six minutes. And I would click on those instead of the videos that were, you know, 30 minutes, right? So I have empathy for that. And I just want to give my audience a little what's what on that. So that's pretty much it for today's episode. This is Jay Crypto. We got a bunch of exciting Twitter spaces coming up and I will see you soon. Have an incredible day, folks. And if it's still Sunday for you, have a great Sunday. If it's Monday, then have a great rest of the week. And if it's any other day, have a great day and rest of the week. Take care.